بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد المبارك الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلاما على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد الحمد لله we are in the new year the lunar calendar alhamdulillah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the tawfiq to enter a new year in the month of muharram and this is an opportunity for all of us to reconsider our commitment to allah to the rasul and also to islam muharram marks the anniversary of the famous hijrah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam where the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam with abu bakr migrated from makka to medina because of persecution uh, because it was no longer feasible for him to remain in makka and do the work of Allah so Allah gave him orders to leave his hometown his birthplace the place where everybody who whom he knew lived all his relatives all his king kingship everybody he knew in his life for 53 years now he sacrificed and he was willing to uproot all of that his experiences the highs and lows of his life the pleasures he had the memories he had and then go into an unknown future one of the remarkable factors of hijra especially with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the sahaba especially the second hijra is that they were going into an unknown future nothing was guaranteed yathrab which was the previous name of medina was a small little town it had oases some agriculture very little business for muslims at least and there was no real setup infrastructure that he was moving into some of us assume that there was infrastructure there was no infrastructure it was a totally unknown future based on pure tawakkul we don't know what's coming the muslims there didn't have an army they really didn't have an economy they had a few ties with a few people in the community but you can say because of allah's will allah's irada allah's hukm they said bismillah and they went this is the true hijra this hijra was previously 
made a sunnah by Ibrahim salam. He was the first Nabi to make hijrah, Ibrahim salam. When he made hijrah, it was the same. After discussing, arguing with his father and the people of his town, they all said, you can't live here, you have to leave. So he with his wife and his nephew, Lut, Lut salam, they made hijrah. Again to an unknown future, where you are just trusting Allah. Some people might say it's a gamble, it's a calculated gamble, we don't know. But the Prophet and Abu Bakr knew nothing about what was coming to them when they reached. They had a welcome committee, mashallah, alhamdulillah. And then they camped outside of Medina for a week or two. They did a few things and then they eventually went. This is the spirit of hijrah and it is the reason why Umar radiallahu decided that we should mark our calendars from this incident and this story in the seerah that this is what is now renewing every year some tawakkul in Allah take some steps and measures and precautions but then you must move forward. You can't stay where you are. You can't sit and whine and complain. You must go forward and go towards where Allah's fadl is, Allah's rahmah is, and find it. Look for it. It's there, but it won't come if you don't look for it. As the Ayah of Salatul Jum'ah says, min That after Jum'ah, when you have sought Allah's fadl in Salat, disperse into the earth and seek Allah's fadl in the form of rizq. It's out there. Go and look for it. Find it. And then take advantage of it. So this continuous renewal of Iman, that every year in Muharram, we make a point to commemorate the hijrah of the Prophet ﷺ and Abu Bakr to renew our trust and faith in Allah. That life is always constantly flowing, it's moving, it's not static. Our iman is now going to adapt to all situations, all circumstances. We don't know what's coming. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee to what's going to happen the next year. Only Allah knows. But we make a resolution. We have a resolve that whatever happens now, I'm entrusting all my affairs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As the believer from the family of Firaun said, when the family of Firaun found out there was a secret believer, in their own midst and the dialogue is very long is mentioned in the Quran in Surah Al-Mu'min at the end as he saw that he was cornered totally cornered he said, 
I entrust my affair to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, alhamdulillah, we're not that desperate. It's Allah's fault. But at least in our minds and in our thinking, we should entrust our affairs to Allah and say, Ya Allah, this is what you have planned for us. This is what you have given us. So we can move forward. Now, I entrust my affairs to you and I believe in you. Whatever you bring, we are willing and ready and available to adapt to. So this is now how the Prophet ﷺ inspired all the Sahaba to adapt to situations, whether they were known situations or unknown situations. You do what you have to do. You can't remain in a kind of no man's land always hesitant and reluctant to take an initiative. Yeah. He must do. Inna amanu wa amilu He must do the good deed with iman. Yeah. This brings out an attitude of not just tawakkul, but also rida, happiness. And you are at peace with what Allah has in store for you. You don't know anything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always bring something to the table to test you. Not that we want any tests, Allah keep us under his afiyah. But the Muslim must be willing to adapt to any situation. And to every situation if he needs to. And when he has to. This is a sign of iman. The Prophet sallallahu mentioned so many things. مَنْ كَانُ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيُكْرِمْ a very evident sign that the Prophet ﷺ wants every Muslim to adapt. Whoever believes in Allah on the last day, he should honor his guest. And what does that mean? What it means is that in those days, the guest would come upon you unannounced. It wouldn't be planned three months ahead that I have sent you a WhatsApp message, I've sent you an email. Now please take this time out to honor me when I come. It didn't happen that way in those days. People came unannounced. And you know people in Medina, they didn't have fridges. They couldn't go to the grocery store. They couldn't go and get their ready-made food. So what does this mean? Honor your guests. Meaning that you have to adapt to your guest and not only adapt, you have to do more than that. You have to honor him. Be pleased with the fact that a guest has come upon me. Which doesn't happen today. God forbid you went somewhere. You go unannounced. They won't open the door. There's no tawakkul. You don't trust Allah. So when you have a whole civilization for over a millennium that works on this principle that if a guest comes, it is part of our civilizational value to honor the guest. And no matter what we have in the kitchen, don't we? doesn't matter, we'll present it. The spirit of altruism, the spirit of charity, the spirit of giving which was there in Ibrahim first and in the Prophet second and it now seeps into the Ummah where all Muslims, mashallah, 
hopefully honor their guests. If you don't have anything prepared, so be it, doesn't matter. Give what you have. And there are so many stories of the Sahaba that show that they adapted. It's not that what you feed them is that you have the heart to accommodate. And then more than accommodate, you have the heart to be pleased that Allah has sent a guest. That's in the Hijrah. Unknown future. Unknown future. Alhamdulillah, we all, mashallah, calculate and we have, you know, savings and 401k, God knows what. And we plan, which is fine. But there are times when you have to do things unplanned. And when it's unplanned, you must have tawakkul. You must believe in Allah, that Allah is here. Allah's going to help me through this. I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to run away from my responsibilities. I will do what I need to do because this is your resolve. This is your azam to be part of the sunnah of hijrah. It's continuous. You renew it. Every month you're renewing. The crescent is renewed. Why is the crescent a symbol for Muslims? Because every month the moon is renewed. It's a new moon. We call it a new moon. Why is it a new moon? It's always there. It's a new moon if there's a new moon. There's no new moon there. It's a new moon because it comes upon you again and again and again so that you can go back into your conscious into your thinking into your world view that the world is not static it changes and you adapt to change which is how we commemorate Muharram and we commemorate the Hijrah of the Prophet and we see how the Sahaba then adapted to new situations all the time. They went out. The Prophet ﷺ passed away. It's a new event. It was all new to them. It was a shock. They were super, super depressed. But then Abu Bakr came. Why Abu Bakr? Because he was the sahib. He was a companion in Hijrah. He said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't need to be that depressed. It's okay. Let's move on. There's still life after the process. Yeah. Imagine some of us, mashallah, God, Allah save us all. Some of us die. We all die. It's how we adapt to the death of people that brings out your iman, your resolve, and your tawakkul. If you remain there depressed, and you go and see a counselor, which is all fine, a grief counselor, even that's fine. But is it that you mourn and you mourn and you mourn, is it not that this is the end of life? For the Sahaba, it was the end of life. But Abu Bakr came instantaneously, brought them out and said, adapt. He's gone. It's a reality check. He didn't say get over it, but he said, adapt. You have a new life. And this new life now is without the Prophet ﷺ. It was traumatic for the Sahaba. 
You have no idea how the Sahaba actually loved the Prophet But the willingness of everybody because of Abu Bakr to adapt to a new life is what saved the day. Is what made the Sahaba the Sahaba. The proof is always in the pudding. So we honor both the Prophet and Abu Bakr in this commemoration. It's an event which they both fulfilled and is mentioned in the Quran with both of them. Not just one of them, both of them. إِذِ يَقُولِ الصَّاحِبِ لَا تَحْزَنْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَلَى That when they were in the, gray, in, 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 in the cave together, his companion, meaning Abu Bakr, was now grieving, thinking of the idea that if we get caught, what will happen to your mission? So the Prophet said, Don't grieve, La Tahzan. Have some tawakkul. Inna Allah ma'ana. Allah is with us. At the time when he's cornered, there's nothing there. If they are trapped and the kuffar come, they're dead. Both of them. The Prophet now vision is that we have something called Allah, someone called Allah, something called tawakkul, and when we use those, we escape. And they did. And then they went all the way to Medina. MashaAllah, alhamdulillah. So I'm saying this is a mindset. The whole story of Hijrah, if you encapsulate all the gems and everything that's in the story, you will see that this is the making of a civilization. And that is why Omar, through his perception, said this is the event that marks the birth of Islam. It will be from this event that we mark our calendar. Not the time of Wahi came down, not Ramadan, and not the time when the Prophet left this world. It's the time when tawakkul was now made normal. The Prophet and Abu Bakr, they made tawakkul normal, part of a Muslim's life. Now this is who we are, what we are. So we do use means and precautions, but we rely on Allah. Sometimes those means won't help. Right? People have, mashallah, PhDs and degrees and God knows what, but they still can't find a job. What is that? Allah is saying, tawakkul, continue searching, but don't give up. Don't grieve about it. Stay with it. And trust Allah and make dua and continue whatever it is you want to continue. This is the mindset of a Muslim. So likewise here in this country at a macro. Just now I was talking about micro, individual. At the macro, as a community. Islam is failing. It's only doom and gloom. Muslims are now being harassed. Things are not happening for the Muslim community. Take a lesson from the page of Hijrah. La tahsan. Don't grieve. Why? Because something called tawakkul. We're going to make tawakkul on Allah and do what we need to do. Have hope. It's not the end of the world yet. Very close to it. 
So Muslims as a community in the USA, in fact in the whole world, they cannot afford to sleep and become complacent and ignore the reality that if we don't do what we need to do, God forbid, Alama wal Hafiz, only Allah knows what He's going to do. So you have to come to the plate, bat for yourself, and make tawakkul. Have trust in Allah. Allah is the one who's going to pave a way out for us. So at a societal level, we can't afford to be pessimistic and say everything's gone, there's no hope. Why should we do anything anyway? Look at look where Muslims are. Well, that's not in your hands, brother. It's in Allah's hands. Nor can you be that complacent and arrogant. It doesn't matter. This is America. Nothing will happen to us. Because God forbid if something does happen, you're in dire straits, brother. No one's going to help you. So the lesson in Hijrah is that when you're going into an unknown future, which it seems like here for us, as a nation, unknown future, in politics, what's going to happen? Which one is going to be the president? Totally unknown future. And we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't. It doesn't matter which one you elect or select or appoint. It doesn't matter. It's an unknown future. The unknown future is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you make dua and you have tawakkul, and you seek Allah's fadl as we do after salat, seeking Allah's fadl, then Allah will take care of us. But if you don't do that, or if you don't even think about it, oh, it's okay, I have my schedule done for the next year. Everything will be on schedule, will be on time. I've planned, I've made appointments, I've made savings. Everything will be fine and dandy. Then that's a mistake. It's a categorical mistake. So, we as Muslims follow the rule of the Prophet ﷺ, and that is we adapt to change. And we do what we need to make things better. And we make dua. And we have trust in Allah. We don't speak pessimism. We don't condemn the Muslim Ummah. Because the Muslim Ummah is not ours. It is the Prophet It's his. And he sends salawat on the Nabi, he'll send salawat upon you. It's a formula for success, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us all. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us this year the best ni'mah that uh, he has for us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase us in our ni'mah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us afiyah and comfort and keep us under the shade of his fadl. Ameen ya rabbal alamin.